to The Turning Point Project. I'm Helen Rabello, founder of the Magical Life Movement and author of The Magical Unfolding, Eight Magical Processes for Peace, Potential and Purpose. And I believe that when you face transitions in life, you have to find a way to move forward through the messy bits, even when you feel scared. In this project, I talk to inspiring conscious souls about how they used a turning point to move from a life that didn't fully fit towards living a more intentional, fulfilling life despite the messy bits. May these stories inspire you to trust your turning points and to always believe there is magic to be found in life even when you feel stuck in the messy middle. And if you haven't yet ordered your copy of The Magical Unfolding, head on over to the website to gift yourself a copy so that you can get all of the bonuses on offer to help you shape your next decade differently. Hello lovely soul and welcome back to this week's episode of The Turning Point Project, which if you are a regular listener here, for which I thank you, you may have noticed was completely missing last week and is actually going out a day later. This week, which if you're listening to this live, is the 25th of March 2020. So I was always planning to put out a solo episode on the 25th of March 2020 because on that date I celebrate 50 years around the sun and I really wanted to do a kind of commemorative episode to basically celebrate the journey of life and celebrate all of the people I've been lucky enough to have impact my life in one way or another. All of the people I'm lucky enough to have in my real circle, my virtual circle, both as clients, as friends, colleagues, family, significant people, less significant people. I wanted to celebrate everybody because I really believe that everybody we ever touch in our lives has something to teach us or something to share with us or they leave a little imprint on your heart, on your soul in some way, whether that's a good way or a challenging way. And I want to celebrate you all. I want to celebrate the fact that I've been lucky enough to be here for 50 years. I don't know how that's even happened, but there we are. That is the passage of time. And so that was my intention for this episode. However, if you're listening to this when the episode comes out, rather than in several months time when I'm hoping that life will have kind of returned to some semblance of a new normal, uh, you will be like me in the middle of, you know, the most, uh, just, I don't even know how to put it into words, the most random, bizarre, discombobulating turning point any of us could ever have imagined. And that's the turning point of the arrival of COVID-19, which is not something the rest of this podcast is going to focus on in terms of all the other episodes. But I thought it might be a little bit weird if I didn't actually acknowledge what's happening in an episode that's going out right in the middle of it. And so what I'd love to share with you today is actually 
some reflections I have had really over the whole of my life journey which has been one big turning point after the other and I'm sharing these reflections I'm just going to share three with you quite often in these solo episodes I like to share three things because your brain can remember three things especially right now your brain is processing a lot of stuff and you know your brain is doing this whole thing of trying to keep you safe so it's in your best interests I share something really simple really helpful I hope and maybe reassuring that will just help you maybe shift your state in mere moments without having to try too hard so I'm sharing these three things with you because looking back they've been the most impactful things I've utilized or discovered by mistake that have helped me to really find a way through things even when it feels like everything is impossible and everything is lost. And one of the reasons I wanted to do this project originally is because I recognise how many conversations I've had with people over the years around how challenging it can be to feel like you're doing change wrong or like you're not navigating the messy middle of change in a good way it can be a time that's littered with shoulds and guilt and coulds and so with all of these episodes I really want to share stories that shine a light on the fact that there is no right or wrong way to navigate stuff you just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and doing things the best way you can so the three things I feel can really help you with that are all things beginning with p if you know me well you'll know I love a bit of alliteration and that's why my book is called the magical unfolding eight magical processes for peace potential and purpose I had to get my alliteration in there so I'm actually borrowing from that title to some extent with one addition or one change so my first p to help you really navigate times of change and shift my first p is presence honestly the best gift you can give yourself right now if you're listening to this during this time when we're navigating this huge pandemic in every moment is presence because if you are more able to be fully present in the moment you're more able to respond to what is actually happening in that moment as opposed to responding to whatever your head is future casting or scenario building about. So I say that not to diminish or downplay what's happening in the world at this point, at the time of recording. I know it's big. I know it feels really scary sometimes. And I know that you're probably finding moments where you actually feel okay, you feel calm, and then it just circles all back round again. And all of that is completely normal. There's no right or wrong. Your emotions are going to shift and change and ebb and flow in a never-ending cycle that is related to the five-element cycle. It's normal. Emotions are energy in motion, so they'll shift and change. The way that you can really sit with those and... Not let them overtake you or overwhelm you or derail you, is to be present. 
because the present moment is all we actually have, ever. But the fact is we get used to living in the past or living in the future and not really being here now. And right now in the UK and most of the countries around the world, the Western world, we're in lockdown. So for those of you who aren't like me, who work a lot from home and are an introvert and used to being a loner, I'm single as well these days. That's like a little fast track through the turning point that I haven't talked about. Now you know the end point. You know, you if, if you're not used to being on your own and you're not used to having lots of time with yourself, one of the things that will actually freak you out is stopping all the stuff that distracts you and being left with your own head, being left with yourself. At times of stress, turning points in life, your head will only ever want the very best for you. It will want to keep you safe. It will want to work things out. And what you might find is that you get unknowingly dragged along down alleyways and all kinds of mad, crazy streets just by your head alone because it will be looking for solutions, looking for ways out, looking for ways to save you and keep you safe. It will be catastrophizing, it will be prophesying, it will be doing all this mad stuff. The best way to circumnavigate that is to be present. Because when you're present, your head can just chatter away, it can do its thing, and you can sit with that and know that it's not necessarily the truth. In fact, nine times out of ten, it's not the truth. Because in the moment that you're noticing all the stuff your head is telling you, you're present, you're breathing, you're here right now. So the best way to get present is the simplest way to do anything related to stepping out of your head and getting into the moment, finding finding moments to just be, and that is to breathe. It's probably the most underrated tool we have at our disposal. You can choose at any moment to consciously breathe. Open your eyes and see what's in front of you. Notice the material you're wearing. Notice the sounds you can hear. Notice what you can see, feel, touch, hear. Whatever senses you have, utilise them all so that you can be in the very moment of noticing what's around you, what actually is, the solidity of what is, and breathe. So your second P is purpose. So when I say purpose, I am not talking about you needing to go out and suddenly understand the entire reason you're here. Because let's face it, that's probably something we all grow and evolve into, but it takes a really long time. My take on the bigger purpose is that your purpose really in life is to be fully who you are, unapologetically. However, for the sake of today, because that's quite a big subject in itself, I want to just remind you that one of the best ways through a turning point, through a shift in life, through a shock, through anything that really throws you when curveballs come your way, 
purpose is one of the best things you can tune into in terms of having a sense of purpose. So if that means that you're feeling a bit spun out, like you have nothing under your control, finding a sense of purpose could be choosing a corner of your place to declutter and organise, sort stuff out. It could be going out to try and source some ingredients, which right now is a game of potluck, and just playing a game with yourself to see what you can make from your bizarre ingredients. We are so gifted right now in terms of the fact that we have technology, we have the internet, we have Guru Google. Please do not use it for anything that's going to make you feel worse or triggered. Use it productively and proactively and purposefully and maybe find yourself some nourishing recipes that use tinned beans, if that's all you can get. Purpose could be making somebody smile by sending them a lovely message or maybe supporting somebody if you're well enough to do so. Purpose could just be getting out of bed in the morning if you're struggling to do very much else right now because your system is decompressing from probably years of adrenaline because that's our default state in the modern world of hustle. Purpose might be how can I serve others? It might be bigger. I, at the time of recording this, have taken literally a week and a half to feel into how I can serve and show up at this time. Now, partly that was taken out of my hands because I was actually sick for the whole week before recording this, which is why last week's episode didn't go out, because I like to record my intros kind of at the last minute quite often because I like to feel into what's coming through currently that might be useful and um, unfortunately I lost my voice all last week. I don't know if you can hear it's still a bit kind of deep and a bit throaty right now. Um, I couldn't speak and also I felt rough and so last week I just couldn't think. It was enough just to get out of bed in the morning to be honest. I felt rough, really rough. It's taken me a few days to come back to a sense of equilibrium, to start feeling human again, kind of a good nine, ten days. And during that time, I didn't have a great sense of purpose. And, you know, all this stuff was kicking off in in the world. Each day has felt like a month. Things have changed rapidly. It's discombobulating for any of us. And I got a bit spun out in the week. And it's not really surprising because if you feel really not very well, you don't want to be reading particularly. You don't want to be looking online. You just want to rest. And the trouble is when you rest, sometimes your head starts getting the better of you or you start listening to stuff and the news comes on. And before you know it, you've gone off down a little rabbit hole of worry. And so... I tapped into my sense of purpose in terms of how can I make this day a good day to still be here, breathing, even if it was something really small. And this week, my sense of purpose 
has been reignited in terms of how I can show up and serve all of you guys listening to this, my friends, my family, myself. How can I utilize my strengths? And some days, because I'm still recovering, my energy is still quite low, that's actually spending an hour talking to my mum or it's spending an hour or two in my family Facebook messenger group. Or I'm running a little challenge in a WhatsApp group at the moment for a few people. So just little things that make me feel a sense of purpose. Honestly, when you're focusing on doing something with a sense of purpose, especially if it's for somebody else, it helps you get out of your head. It helps you manage the mind monkeys better. And it kind of stops you focusing on your own fears and worries. Not that they're, you know, an unnatural thing you want to stop, but you won't help them by focusing on them. They're just going to be there anyway. Don't grow them by shining a light on them. Shine a light on how you can tap into a sense of purpose instead. So that brings us to our third P. So we've had presence. We've had purpose. The third P is peace. Again, if you're listening to this live in terms of the time of recording, if you're listening to this in March or April 2020, you're probably thinking peace is the most elusive thing in the world right now. You're probably listening to this wondering how on earth I expect you to find a sense of peace. Or maybe you're already tuning into little moments of peace without necessarily consciously realising it because your intuition has led to you doing stuff that's more creative or keeps your brain occupied. A bit like those aforementioned recipes or maybe you're doing a bit of painting, writing, making, planning, whatever it might be. So consider this an invitation to create small pockets of peace in the moments of your life that you can control. Whether you're listening to this while it's current in 2020 or whether you're listening to this at some point in the future, whenever you're negotiating any kind of turning point in life, Pockets of peace are something that you can control. They're the one little tiny thing you can control in a world that feels uncontrollable. And really, when everything feels out of control and you feel small and like you can't possibly predict what's happening, I'd love to remind you that actually this is the reality of daily life anyway. You are just being reminded of something that is always a fact, but which we like to pretend isn't. And I know that right now, it feels like it's a scary place, a scary place to live through. We're at a scary time in history. But I feel like this is a turning point for the world, for the earth, for the people in the world. It's a turning point for community, for connection. It's a turning point in terms of more and more people dropping out of their heads and into their hearts. 
and it's a turning point in terms of less hustling and shoulding and more being. Even though there is a huge upturn in advice and resources online. So there is that danger to do, do, do and immerse yourself in stuff. Ultimately, I think everyone will just mellow out. They'll find their pace. They'll find their rhythm. They'll find a way to be with what is because that's what we do as humans. And we'll find more time to be. But until that time, gift yourself small pockets of peace. And the best time to do that, you've probably heard me talk about this before because I talk about it all the time, is first thing in the morning. No matter how you're feeling right now, The quality of your days, the quality of your mindset, the quality of your experience each day is really down to small, tiny elements of life that you control intentionally. So things like you could wake up in the morning and if you have had a spinning head or you're not sleeping very well, could you maybe spend 10 minutes journaling, just writing down whatever's in your mind and not even worrying about what comes out. Just get it out of your head, offload it onto the piece of paper. Or could you maybe wake up and if you're not rushing to work, you're not on a commute right now, could you use that time instead to just move your body? Like not in a major way, but just have a good shake, have a good wriggle, have a good stretch really stretch out your arms above your head and extend your thumbs and your first finger and you are giving yourself a lung meridian workout right now that's a great thing to do or could you jump out of bed and head over to youtube and maybe look for a class some qigong some koya some yoga or just put on some tunes depending on your neighbours, and just have a dance, (laughs) have a jump around, do a hula hoop, do some skipping if you're not in a flat like me. Or pockets of peace could be spending three minutes breathing. It could be going into the shower each day. This is what I'm doing all the time, but really stepped it up right now. I imagine every single water drop washing me with a crystal clear healing light washing away any toxins washing away anything that doesn't serve me sending it down through the drain through the drainage system into the earth so that mother earth can transmute all that energy so pockets of peace don't have to be becoming a meditator overnight they don't have to be sitting and oming It can be anything that makes you just tap into your own sense of inner calm and inner presence. For some it might be knitting, it might be cooking, it might be walking if you can still walk outside. It might be exercising, 
There's always exercises you can do wherever you live, even if you can't go to the gym. No matter what it is, find your thing and find little pockets of peace. And maybe at the end of the day, just start to reflect back on your day and just really tune into those moments when you had a peace, when you were present, when you kind of forgot what was going on. So these three P's, presence, purpose and peace, are little building blocks that you can use just to help you find a sense of yourself, of grounding, of centering in a world that feels like it's crazy. And they might seem like really small things, but if you can focus on these or just one of these in the smallest possible way, I guarantee your day will feel much more positive. You will feel much calmer. Your head won't be the boss of you. And it will just shift your perspective and give you a sense of hope and possibility, which basically is my bread and butter. That's what I always want everything I do to give you. So I really hope you found this helpful. I've sort of veered away from my original intention just because of what's going on. But I want you to know, if you're still listening, if you've listened this far, that I am spending my birthday not being physically with people, not doing what I was originally going to do, not going to Costa Rica to finish my Koya training, not moving into a new flat because that all fell through (laughs) I'm not working because all of that in-person stuff is shut and stopped right now I'm going to be spending my birthday connecting with some people on zoom who are dear to me and really feeling into how I bring forward all of the things I was going to be doing later this year so that they can really serve you here and now because they are things I think that everybody will benefit from. So please, if you want to know more ways that you can take control of your days and your mind and get out of your head and into your heart, please do connect with me on Instagram at Helen Rebello Author. And I would advise you to come on over to my website helenrebello.com and make sure that you join the magical life movement you'll find if you go to the home page you'll find a little bar right at the top of the page you can click that you'll be taken to a page to enter your details Um, I'm not using this situation to gather up emails that is not what I'm about at all but I genuinely have spent a lifetime navigating turning points, moving from chaos to calm, working with people to help them shift their stress and really helping people get out of their heads and into their hearts. And right now the world really needs this stuff. I am just one person doing one small thing to kind of contribute But it feels important and I'd love it to get into the hands and the hearts of anybody who needs it. So if you love what I do and you kind of love the vibe, the feel of what I do, please 
make sure that you are in touch so that you can benefit from some of the stuff I've got coming up that I'll be working out on my birthday. So I'm going to be creating a three tier pricing structure with all of my stuff that's coming up so that it is accessible at all levels from the exceedingly low, so low that it almost is silly not to do it right through to the pricing point at which maybe if you're lucky enough to be getting some money from the government right now and your expenditure has gone down, you might have a little bit extra so that you can fund a place for a key worker, an NHS worker, a frontline worker further down the line when those guys are really going to need some support. So I'll be explaining more about that another time, probably over on Instagram or in my newsletter. And if you would like to join me on the journey to finding moments of peace, moments of calm, presence, purpose, all of those lovely, juicy, nourishing words, then come and join the Magical Life Movement. And in the meantime, please do share this with anyone you think might benefit. And do connect with me if I can support you in any way and tell me how I can help you, what you might need. I'd love to hear from you always. Have a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Stay well, be safe, take care of yourself and others. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Turning Point Project. If you found this episode useful, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast as it really makes a difference and will only take a moment. If you'd like to continue the conversation or ask me any questions, come and connect with me over on Instagram at Helen Rebello Author or join the free magical life movement at HelenRebello.com. Have a gorgeous, gorgeous day and I'll catch you in the next episode.